0: Tonight, or today, I don't know. I mean, welcome
1: welcome to the Joy Rides podcast. There you go. Look at yeah. Tony get it. Yeah.
0: Um, today, we're going to do something a little different. It's just Tony and I. Corey's yeah. not here. We're going to shine the spotlight on a car that we both really like. The
1: we, we both fucking love. Let's say that.
0: Yeah. I think that's a more accurate way to put it. Yeah. It's because that's such a cool car. The Lancia 037, it's Lancia. Yeah. Not Lancia. Not Lancia. And Tony's Italian, so I think he, he has, has the, the final Lancia. say on this. It's Lancia. Yes. <clears throat> we'll start off with just a little bit of history. Um, yeah. So we'll...
1: Predecessor. Not predecessors.
0: predecessors. Yeah, predecessor. Yeah, predecessor. Okay. The car, I, getting... I guess, for a while, Lancia was involved in Formula One racing. Mm-hmm. They got out in the 1950s, and they reentered in the 70s, or in the 60s, I think. Yeah.
1: The Fulvia? Yeah. yeah. I think that would have been the
0: 60s. Yeah. So they re-entered after that with the Fulvia and Rally. And the Fulvia was a pretty successful little car. It it had a decent number of wins. which mm-hmm. um, it
1: was kind of an oddball car, too, because it had that little V4. That like is a, weird.
0: Like a 1.1 liter. Yeah. Tiny little thing. Yeah. It's like a motorcycle engine. It's
1: like half of actual engine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was actually a, v- a V8 that they just chopped in half. I don't know that that's true.
1: <laughs> I would 100% believe it.
0: It was like they took a... Gosh, she was making a V8 at the time? Ferrari made a two-liter V8. They did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for they the, just chopped for it. the Dinos. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know if it would have been that time. Chopped
0: a Ferrari V8 in half?
1: I, it wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: No. I, don't quote me on that. No. I just think it's bullshit, funny to think but that.
1: It it would make sense.
0: They came off the Fulvia with the Stratos. Another pretty well-known rally car. That car had a Dino V6, which was mounted transverse. That engine. might be
1: one of the most well-known rally cars. The Stratos? Yeah. It looks super cool. It looks cool. You it, can get it in GTA. You can get it in GTA. Can You can't get the 037, can you? No, that's... I don't think so. That's uh, Forza.
0: Forza, yeah. yeah.
1: Anyways, yeah. It might be the most well-known.
0: Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. It had, I think, 18 yeah. WRC wins. Yeah.
1: That's that's what kind of got Lancia known for rallycross for sure. Yeah,
0: I, that that's a sweet little car too. Mm-hmm. I like the Stratos, but we're talking about the O thirty seven, which is coming off the hot streak of the Fulvia and the uh, Stratos. You know, yeah, they've got the O thirty seven, which you claim
1: is the greatest fucking car ever.
0: It really is. It's a good way to put it. It
1: it's such a beautiful car.
0: If you don't know what one of these are, and you're not listening to this while you're driving. Do yourself a favor and just Google image search 037. Launch yes. 037. I yeah.
1: was going to say it'd be worth doing it even if we are driving because it's a beautiful car, but I don't want someone to die and that'd be the last thing that they've That's heard.
0: Not, yeah, we're yeah. not advising anybody do that. Don't That's, drive. It sounds like a legal... Ever. Pull over <laughs> into the side of the road and look it up. Sounds like a legal nightmare. We're not advising anybody do anything on their phone while they're driving. Never. I Yeah. Never put that. Ever. Put that shit in your pocket. Right.
1: Anyways, <laughs> it's based on the launch of Scorpion yeah. in America, mm-hmm. North America, I believe. And then it's the launch of Monte Carlo mm-hmm. in Europe. The 037, in the 037, Stradale, the street Stradale. car. Yep. That's fun to say. Stradale. It is fun to say. Uh, significantly different car. Yeah. I mean, like, like we were reading, it's got the same... Mid section, but the whole front and rear were tubular frames, essentially built on there. Different suspension, different engine layout. Everything is just completely different. Mm-hmm. The most notable noticeable difference is the big air suckers on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess we can get into the sorry the design, the design of this car really yeah. quick. Yeah,
1: which before we do that, let me just say the Scorpion is a very plain looking sports car for sure. Yeah, I, I believe it was supposed to be a successor to the. Uh, Fiat X19, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. A little mid-engine car, mm-hmm. but...
0: It's kind of dull. Very dull. Yeah.
1: Y- y- like, any more, you'd get laughed at for driving it, <laughs> for sure.
0: You'd get laughed at for driving it unless you had swapped the body over for 037 panels. Right.
1: Actually, you'd get laughed at for breaking down on the side of the road because that's pretty much what it's going to do.
0: Ex- yeah, probably what it's ul- ultimately going to do. Yeah. But the design on that 037... You got double headlamps up front. Mm-hmm. Looks even better when you have all those like rally fog lights on the yep. front. Get like a cluster of three or something up there. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, yeah, looks so it's good. That double bubble roof, double bubble roof for your helmet. I
1: I noticed on the race uh, variant, they mm-hmm. also have a scoop up there too, in between the bubbles,
0: like for air. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's like they just perfect. sneak it right in there.
1: Everything. It's just, it's a perfect car. Yeah. The, Apart from the the big old air suckers on the side, the clamshell rear end is pretty yes. fucking cool. Yeah.
0: When cars do that, think like the Jaguar E-Type. Yeah. That we had, like the whole front end of the car lifts up for yeah. you to access the end and of- you
1: don't realize how massive it is until <laughs>
0: it's hanging over your head. It's like the whole body. It's like half of the body. Yeah. It's just right there.
1: Yeah. And then you can see all the tubular bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super it's cool.
0: cool. I'm sure that probably made it really nice to access the engine when they needed to work on it. Oh, I'm yeah. sure there's I mean there's plenty of race cars that do that for that exact reason.
1: I think a lot of those cars you can lift them up or you just take them off. Yeah. And then it makes access fucking amazing. Yeah.
0: The last thing you need when you're in a crew for a race team is to have some difficulty mm-hmm. preventing the car from being on track. Yeah. So it, it only makes yeah, sense to engineer it that way. But that car was mostly designed by Lee Farina and a mm-hmm. Barth. Yeah. I think there's some other guy in there I, too.
1: I kind of got the gist that a Barth did a lot of the like engineering. Okay. They, so they, they did the hard stuff. They did the hard stuff. Pen, Pen and was like,
0: let's take this boring dull thing and make it beautiful. Yes. Which is something that they do a lot. They're
1: very good at it. Yeah. Especially with Coke machines. <laughs> yeah. The yep. Coca-Cola
0: freestyle. I was going to bring yep. that up. The Coca-Cola freestyle machines, the ones with the touchscreen. Yep. Designed by Pen Infarina. Yeah. I mean, they're just a design house. They're right. mostly known for cars, but they've designed some oddball stuff that's, here and there. That's pretty cool they designed boats.
1: Oh, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Anyone who wants their Pininfarina Ferrari is going to want a matching Pininfarina boat. Yacht, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, no shit. Buses? I guess they designed buses and trains.
1: Well, okay. So that reminds me of are you familiar with Local Motors? Mm-mm. They make the Rally Fighter.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, from what I understand, their company uh, is like an open source design thing. So, they basically get designs from anybody and they'll make them. So they make the Rally Fighter and they also make like electric self-driving buses and like taxis and stuff. Really? Yeah. But the re- the only cool thing is the Local Motors mm-hmm. Rally Fighter.
0: That's really cool. Off-road Corvette. Back to an actual yeah, get, rally car. Getting a little off topic. Yeah. I guess we can talk about the engine. Yeah.
1: It's an interesting one. We'll start with the street car engine because it's by today's standards it's not super impressive mm-hmm. especially for a sports car but in 1980 whatever 82 or 83 it would have been pretty good
0: yeah for sure it's, well especially I mean that's its power output at that point in time
1: mm-hmm. then out of a four cylinder, cylinders pretty good
0: out of a it, so this was a two-liter variant. There were mm-hmm. a ton of different displacements throughout the years. Uh, yeah. That's an engine that they put in the Fiat 124s. Okay. And like yeah. I think the smallest was like a 1.4 liter. Mm-hmm. And they used it all the way up until like the year 2000 in...
1: Yeah, see, that's mind-boggling the, to right, me. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They, they use used it a long time. In
0: some, some Italian car. I, I can't remember what it was. I think an Alfa Romeo or something like that was the last time they used yeah. it. Yeah, but, yeah, Alfa
1: Romeo didn't really have a very good
0: streak going then. Right. But this was the uh, supercharged variant with a 16 valve head. Mm-hmm. That's a Roots supercharger, by the way.
1: Yeah, I think that I think the supercharger was also designed by a Barth. Was it really? Yeah,
0: it's crazy that they were just like, "Yep, we'll design a supercharger for your existing engine. We'll also design your suspension. We'll design." I think this they and also that, worked with Brembo
1: to make the brakes. Is what I read. Jesus. Yeah, okay. they they pretty much at at this point just assume a Barth did all of the technical a Barth stuff. Was, okay. Yeah.
0: Good for them. Yeah. I mean, They're, they can make some cool stuff.
1: Right now, they make Fiat five hundreds with crackly exhaust.
0: But the cool Fiat of Barth was the one thirty one, was a rally car. Oh shared yeah, shared an engine with this. Yeah, was the engine straight out of that car.
1: That one was kind of like a little hatchbacky looking car, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, the, I don't know.
1: Okay. I I know this car because of Forza. Oh That's pretty yeah, pretty much it.
0: Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a lot blockier than I thought it'd be. It's a very blocky car. It almost looks like half Russian, half wannabe Lancia. It looks like something that. Looks like half Lada Niva, half. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean?
1: Except I think the rally version was a lot slicker looking. Like this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that thing looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, I think the rally version of any car looks good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they say. Fix it again, Tony.
1: Yep. I've always heard people say, "You know what Mopar stands for? Fix it again, Tony." <laughs> oh god, they're all Fiats. Uh Yeah, street ver- street variant able to go 137 miles an hour yeah. again.
0: I I think that's pretty pretty competent for Yeah. You know, the the street version of a race car. Now, obviously the the Monte Carlo or the Scorpion is going to be a little bit worse off. They're going to break before they hit that speed for sure
1: significantly and like i'm i'm absolutely amazed by how much stuff is different than the um scorpion like the engine placement the, mm-hmm. in the scorpion and the cheapo car it's transverse four-cylinder uh we didn't even look up what the like specs of the engine were but no, it, I, I wasn't
0: bothered by it i was mostly focused on the race the cool car one mm-hmm. yeah but like
1: like we said earlier, only the midsection was the same. Right. Yeah.
0: Everything else was tubular front yeah. and rear. I guess moving on to the race car. The even cooler one. The even cool The one that you want. Yes. But you can't get.
1: The one that nobody can get. Well, somebody's
0: got it. Somebody's Guaranteed, got them. Yeah, somebody somebody think, probably owns two of them.
1: I think they made 400 and something like total between the race car and the street var- variant. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I wonder how many of those were street versions cuz I think Group B you only had to make like 200 cars you in order to
1: Only had to make 200, okay. but I think they made more money selling the street variant than sense.
0: the actual racing. Mm-hmm. Got to make money for that race car. Right. You got to pay for it. I mean, you think about Yeah, the the changes might be subtle. Mhm. But the subtlety of those changes results in millions of dollars right. in expense.
1: A lot a lot of engineering. Mm-hmm. That's why Ford, they had the RS200. Mm-hmm. They only made 200 of those. Right. They had the money to fund it. Lancia, I can't imagine they had a
0: huge racing budget. No. I think that they were, they were definitely off this hot streak from the Fulvia and the Stratos, mm-hmm. but they weren't selling a ton of street cars like Ford no. was. So it's like you said, not yeah. like they just had the cash on reserve. So- I could see that they had to sell more cars. Mm-hmm. That's how Ferrari was. Yeah. You know, Enzo Ferrari never wanted to sell street cars. He just had to do it to fund his racing. Yeah. Makes sense. where his heart was. Yeah. But that race car is 300 pounds lighter. Yeah. Huge. Than the street car. Huge upgrade. I mean, you think about, okay, we've already got a pretty stripped down race car for the road. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you stripping out of it to make it 300 pounds lighter? Yeah. Uh, you I mean, you're changing body panels over for more lightweight materials.
1: That might be most of it. Because going to a, like a... Actually, no. Because the body panels on the Stradale are already Kevlar reinforced fiberglass. Right. So they're going to... What, what did we just Poly, say? Polyester resin. Yeah. With flame retardant. I can't imagine they saved a lot of weight there. No. So strip the interior
0: suspension bits. I mean, it was the same engine. So it's not like they're going from iron to alloys. Right. Where do, where do you lose 300 pounds yeah that's a big jump yeah yeah it's crazy though super cool P- engines a little bit more powerful
1: yes so from what from what I read they started at 280 horsepower and then on the later ones they upped it to a 2.1 liter and went to 325 horsepower mm. that 130 horsepower 120 horsepower
0: do we know how much they how much boost they were running
1: I read. Point nine bar by the end of it, which is roughly thirteen psi.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's decent amount. Yeah, that's a decent amount, especially considering the time.
1: Right. I I, they're not you know twin charged when like twenty five psi like the Audis were. Right. You know, still they they were a competent race car. Dual rear shocks. I did notice a lot of the like actual off road rally cars were. They looked like they were a lot taller. And then they'd be missing the rear bumper and bigger tires. And oh, yeah. They, there was a decent amount of difference between the off-road and the
0: asphalt race cars. Yeah. As far as the body work goes. Yeah. I feel I like mean, off-road, you wouldn't want to risk getting your rear bumper sheared off, and then the guy behind you runs into it. it. Yeah, It's
1: Kevlar. It weighs yeah.
0: a pound. <laughs> it, and it, it's like a $30,000 bumper.
1: I, I think I'd be more worried about it shearing off and like decapitating the guy three feet yeah. to the left.
0: <laughs> right. Because Group B, if you ever see these old videos of Group B rally racing, Insane. there's people just inches from... So, I mean, there's times where people are on... Yeah, they on just, the course, they just get in the course. Yeah, they get in the course. They want to look at the car. The journalists want to snap a picture of the car as it's coming straight at them. And then in the very last second, these people jump out of the way. It's the Europeans most unregulated, unsafe bullshit I've yeah. ever seen in my life. But I love it.
1: I have heard they had to have a lot of doctors on hand because people would try and touch the car and get their fingers cut off. Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's easy to think in the world we live in today, like oh, people are just getting dumber. Right. I feel like we've gotten smarter since we're not doing that.
1: We, people haven't gotten dumber. We've just been more aware of the dumb shit that we do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That because
1: makes sense. Because Group B was pretty dumb. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool as shit. But the people, and like we were just watching Group B videos today. Yeah. And like there was an 037, which is perfect, that spun out. And everyone just gets on the track. is like (laughs) laughing at the guy (laughs) as he's trying to start his car back up. No other races are you going to see that.
0: Oh, my God.
1: They're they're taunting him. (laughs) It's perfect.
0: That's so good. So I guess starting out in racing, these Mm -hmm. cars had some gearbox issues. Okay. And they had to retire their first couple of races.
1: Do we know what the gearbox issues were?
0: I don't know. It was a ZF gearbox. Five so, speed, yeah. Yeah, so if you know anything about issues with ZFs.
1: That's probably it. Yeah. I, lo- I only know ZFs from, uh, I know that Pantera out there has one. Yeah. And I know Corvettes had a Z, uh, ZF six speed mm. in the 90s, mm-hmm. but I've never heard of any sort of like issues with yeah. them.
0: ZF transaxle. Maybe it wasn't even necessarily a ZF issue. Oh, maybe just a, it was a Italians putting a ZF gearbox in their car issue.
1: Right. Yeah. That.
0: I mean, I hate to say blame the Italians, but it's almost too easy.
1: Yeah. People always remember the stuff they do right and forget about the massive amount of things that they do wrong. Yeah. Fucking Italians.
0: They figured out those issues though. Yeah. And they went on to win six races. Not that year, but no. I think overall, total. right? Total, yeah. total six races. They're the 1983 FIA Constructor Champions, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Yeah. Big win. But after that 1983 season, things started going downhill. Right. Audi started kicking ass with their Quattro. Yeah. And then everyone else kind of caught on. They were like, hey, this this all-wheel drive thing is probably the way to go for a rally when we're yeah. off-road.
1: Th- one of the few rules with Rallycross is you're limited on tire size based on horsepower numbers. That's why, or displacement, I can't remember. But that's why everyone there is like a four-cylinder, two-liter, so you can have better tires. That makes well, sense. Well, if you go with all-wheel drive, you're going to have m- major uh, grip advantages, mm-hmm. run bigger engine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all-wheel drive is the way you go.
0: Yep. And Lancia caught on themselves with the Delta S4 car mm-hmm. that came after the O37. Yeah, so <clears throat> it's just interesting to look at the O37 and realize how how glorious and successful a car this was. And it was one of the, it was the last of a dying breed of rear wheel drive rally cars. Right.
1: I don't want to say it's the last of like sp- from what I would consider a sports car rally car because mm-hmm. a lot of them after that were like hatchbacks. Yeah, which the audi quattros the uh ford rs200 was just cosworth escort Mm -hmm. essentially yeah uh coming
0: into the 90s the subarus
1: right super like they're all sedans hatchbacks Mm -hmm. none of them were
0: Uh, designed from a sports car right whereas you look at uh look at the fulvia i mean that's more like a sports coupe yeah but then look at the stratos that's a sports car yeah, it's, it's a freaking wedge with an alien ship like window glass yeah. hanging out. That in the thing's got
1: to be like the strangest looking
0: rally car. It's pretty neat though.
1: Yeah, it's it looks good. It's a cool car. Mm-hmm.
0: But which is bizarre Lancia 37, a legend. Yeah, in definitely. the spotlight here on 100%. the rides Automotive Podcast. Yep. You know, we were talking about getting one of those street cars, the Scorpion, mm-hmm. the Monte Carlo. If you're over in Europe. And putting all the 037 body panels on it.
1: Yes, because that would be freaking awesome. It'd be
0: really, really cool. But we're trying to decide because we've debated uh, power plants. Yes, we were talking like Honda with VTEC, like a K swap, K twenty. We talked. What else? Uh, Chevy
1: Cobalt Ecotech, Yeah, turbo four cylinder.
0: Mm-hmm. Which- would you go the turbo or would you do the supercharger just to keep it, uh, you know, close to home?
1: Well, considering it would be transverse, I'd go turbo because it's already not close to home. It's not the right configuration. Oh, yeah. so, plus, but could, the turbo Did you makes, do longitudinal? They came longitudinal in uh, Pontiac Solstices mm-hmm. and Saturn
0: Skies. Right. But I don't know how about mounting that get to a trans-axle. Get a transaxle.
1: Yeah. Which is why I still think.
0: 944 transactor, 914 transaxle.
1: I think that'll break the shit out of that. Out
0: of a 914 transaxle?
1: Yeah, they're only rated up to like 200 horsepower. Oh. The supercharged one might be fine. The torque will probably kill it. Yeah. Uh, I guess there is ways you can beef those up. Yeah. But... uh,
0: I was just saying you have one.
1: Right. would make it easy. A Porsche 5-speed. Dog leg already. Yeah. Why
0: are we not doing this right now?
1: I don't fucking know, Dalen. I think
0: we need to pack up this show and go do this.
1: My $48 in my bank account would hate me (laughs) if I bought a car. Um, I still think Audi 1.8 Turbo. That'd be a cool one. With like a six-speed or five-speed or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just would not want to get this engine and put it in that, you know, the the original. I wouldn't want to get the original engine and put it in the car. No,
1: that that engine's got to be garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah
0: uh and as far as parts availability goes, it's it's probably carbureted too, yeah.
1: Okay, I would hope it's carbureted because if it had any sort of garbage Italian fuel <laughs> injection from the early 80s, I wouldn't want that shit. <laughs> um oh good. 1.8 liter eight valve 81 horsepower
0: the the streetcar Yes. 81 horsepower
1: price one new
0: $10,000 like 1980s money $10,000
1: 1976
0: yes 1976 $10,000 yes is a ton of money yeah for a car with 81 horsepower
1: yep that's that's not a lot of you're money you're pissing or, away money not a lot of uh, horsepower
0: you're just pissing away money
1: yeah and I can't imagine it lasts very long
0: is that why those cars are $5,000 now
1: yeah. Yeah, and none of them run. Uh of course it doesn't. Oh, it does have the Lampredi in line four. North America has the uh one point eight. Apparently if you're cool and got the Monte Carlo, you got a two liter.
0: There you go. Yeah. You got anything else to add to this?
1: Other than the fact that I want to say again that they're cool as fuck in they're any so cool. Anybody who thinks that the Stratos looks better than an 037 should die. (laughs) Nope, that's about all I have to say.
0: That's it. Well, on that note, launch 037, again, in the spotlight here on Joyride's Automotive Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, Thanks for listening to us, clicking on us. If you're a repeat listener... Thanks for coming back, listening to something new.
1: Let us know if you know anybody who has a launcha, For sure. In general. Yeah. Or like a Scorpion or something. That'd be cool.
0: And let us know if you like this format where it's just a one-on-one. We do something real quick. It's a much shorter episode. It's a lot easier to get into.
1: Yeah, we're trying to figure our shit out. Mm -hmm.
0: So this is just one option. Feel free to reach out to us. We've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email. You can email us at joyrides. joyridespod at gmail.com. There we go. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's an episode.
1: Yep. Good one.
0: Adios.